0: Welcome to Phone Sex with Lily Show, where talent, in front and behind the camera, is showcased and explored. As you can imagine, there are a lot of characters and personalities in this industry. Listen as they share their stories. But first, grab your lube and get comfortable, because the guests will unknowingly be subjected to phone sex with a porn star, webcam model, and your host, Lily Craven.
1: Hello? Hi. Hi, who's this? Um,
2: this is Lily. Hi, Lily. How are you? I'm a little nervous. Yeah? Are you a little shy? Um, I can be sometimes, but I... Aw. I'll be all right.
1: Yeah, well, you don't have to be shy with me.
2: Oh, that's good. Why not?
1: Well, because you're talking to the girl that... It's going to make you the happiest woman you could ever imagine. That's why. Really? Uh-huh. Yep. Oh,
2: you're exciting me right now. And, and how are you going to do that?
1: Oh, well, let's see now. What kind of kinks and uh, kind of um, dreams and uh, and uh, um, what makes you excited? What kind of stuff uh, do you like to do uh, when when you're in private?
2: Well, if I say, um, I like really big toys.
1: Well, that's good because I like really big toys, too. I like really, really big toys.
2: How big are you, do you go?
1: I go as big as I can legally buy things on the Internet. That's how big <laughs> I like to go.
2: Me, too. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I never met someone with that same kink.
1: Uh, Well, we can take turns then. I mean, you can start with me and then (gasps) I can go over to you and maybe we can get one with two ends and we can do it together.
2: Oh my goodness, you like that? The best thing ever. Uh, (laughs) I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, I bet you are. I bet you are. Well, we're going to have to start slow because it takes a while to stretch all the way out.
2: And then oh, we can get I love bigger. Stress. Yes. And bigger. Oh yes, please.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Oh uh, well, you sound like a lot of fun. But what about um, the other holes? Do you like to suck things?
2: Ooh. And do you, like, do you <laughs> like when people suck your things? Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh huh. You are listening to Phone Sex with Lily Show. This is Lily Craven and I have a very special guest here today. And this is the one, the only Julia Epiphany. Hello. Hi. Hi there. How are you? That was Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh yes. Wow. So so what tell me, who are you? What are you about?
1: So, uh, so yeah, so it's Ms. Julia Epiphany. I have to throw the Ms. in there, um, because, oh no, that's okay. Don't worry. I, I, okay. I do it for, um, sort of, uh, because I'm, uh, I'm a trans performer. I, I want to get that uh, right off the bat. And, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, the whole, uh, pronoun, uh, thing announcing people's pronouns um i i use the miz as a, sort of like a cue for people to know what pronouns to use with me uh, obviously not everybody um goes with that and uh people feel compelled to add in whatever extra pronouns um they prefer in their bio i i don't uh I like to do that because um then you end up having to put pronouns in absolutely everything And I, I have the, my belief is that the, the purpose of the, you know, the titles like Ms. Mr., et cetera, that's the purpose they serve. Um, so that's a little, a a little background. Yeah, no problem.
2: I was going to say, um, so we have a background. You and I. Yes, we do. And so you are the first person that I met in the industry like literally the first person, and we were at the Why Not um, Hollywood Awards.
1: That's right. That's right. That's so fascinating. I remember the moment very well,
2: and I have a, a couple of pictures
1: too. of us. Yeah, it's <laughs> such yes, fond memories. So
2: nice. And you like literally took me right in, and and I because I had traveled there by myself. I was going through a bad divorce. Oh, I and didn't I know that. Just, yeah, I picked up and I just went by myself and you were the most like welcoming person and so was everyone else Aww. but you just took me right in you went with me to the different seminars because i didn't know anybody yes that was that that's, was how so, was, that, that was literally the first moment i did anything in the industry or yeah so that's I so fascinating that.
1: I I knew I remember you telling me that uh, um, I I was the first person you met, um, Mm -hmm. but I I didn't know all the rest of that context. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that with me. That's that's really sweet of you. I'm I'm really touched and honored. I hope that's a good impression. I mean, uh, I guess if we're talking now on your podcast, I (laughs) I, I must have.
2: And so I was I thought of you and I was like, I've got to do you for the the kickoff of the new season because you were the first person I met in the industry.
1: That's so fascinating. What an interesting story. Gosh, yeah. oh, I, I, uh, I, am I'm so, t- I'm so tickled by it. That's, uh, that's so, so cool. Now, it was actually,
2: that was,
1: you, oh, go that ahead. was the first show that I had been to that, uh, my, it was, I was, uh, nominated that year, um, after only a few uh, months of camming of, um, to, as a, a camp star of the year, uh, for the Why Not Cam Awards. And, um, that was the second time I flew to uh, to Hollywood. The first time had been at the beginning of the year uh, for the Transerotica Awards um, okay. but I wasn't eligible for those because uh, I had my first scenes had just been released or the first shoot I uh, had just been released at the end of February and then while I was in Hollywood the second shoot uh, was also released um, and then I actually missed the transerotica Awards because the very next day after the awards I was uh, scheduled for my second boob job. So I actually, oh, in oh. true, in true Hollywood style. I had to miss, uh, I had to miss a uh, an award ceremony because that, I was getting my boobs done.
2: So. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> one, by far. Right, I wouldn't have missed anything for my boobs. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Right, exactly. Anyways, so did so you yes. get the Why not awards this year? Or you're you're based out of Canada, right?
1: That's correct. I'm in Montreal. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: So it's a little bit different for you to travel because it's international traveling. But That's did right. you make the events this year during the pandemic, or? I I really
1: haven't been able to uh, for various reasons. The pandemic certainly is a, a major major concern. Obviously, it you know prevents uh, you know international travel. Um, actually, at a time uh, when it was really bad here in Canada, we couldn't even uh, go to the adjacent provinces. Uh, oh we wow prohibited from um, uh, going from different uh, zones, different red zones. Uh, I believe that was the term they used. now. The, all those restrictions have been lifted. Uh, and I believe uh, the Canadian-American border is open, um, like uh, unrestricted rather, not for uh, urgent travel, but uh, anybody can cross the border. Um, but still, uh, there is, uh, you know, it's it's cost prohibitive. Um, it's very complicated. And uh, aside from all of the politics and all of the economic, uh, economic factors, traveling during a pandemic is still not, I mean, it's not recommended to be honest. People do it out of sheer necessity because, you know, they have business arrangements, things that are not necessarily urgent in like the, in the proper sense. But like because, you know, you know, people in this day and age, you know, people travel very frequently and traveling is more or less kind of part of our daily lives but still you know we have to respect the, like what a pandemic means a pandemic yes. by nature you know by definition it means it is something that affects the entire global community entire the world <laughs> yeah. yeah and sort of like summing your nose at that would be like i don't care or whatever is really irresponsible so like you know unless it's absolutely imperative that i travel uh, i I really don't like to uh even consider it beyond all of the politics and the passport and business yeah. and all the like all that stuff so no to answer your question i didn't make it to the uh, why not cam awards uh in person i was uh, i kind of disappointed that i wasn't able to but I did attend um virtually and uh it was a lot of fun so uh even though i didn't i didn't win the award i was uh nominated for this year uh this year it was um creator of the year uh actually oh, Trans- wow. Yeah, so you know, I was super, super honored by that.
2: How many times have you been nominated? Uh, so we're at, I think,
1: eight now nominations. Oh my
2: goodness. That's like the, yeah. do you remember back in the day the soap opera star who was nominated like every year? Wasn't it Susan? Did you ever watch soap operas?
1: Um, not much. I think uh, on okay. occasion I sort of flipped through channels, but um, I'm not, uh, I'm I'm not a big soap one. opera fan.
2: Yeah, she she was like the longest you know running person on on soap operas, and she every it was Susan Lucci. She was oh, she my was goodness. supported, ev- I mean nominated every single year all the way to the end, and I think it took her eight or nine times. Oh, you're kidding! Yes, yeah, so it was kind of a an ongoing. It wasn't a joke about it, but it was like, "Come on, now! Like this woman yeah. is the star of all the soap." Oh, that's
1: yeah. I I totally empathize with that at this point. I mean, yeah, that's you know,
2: going
1: to be. Uh, huh. I, I, I don't want to be like the spoiled Brad and be like oh, I want my award. Like that's you know it's very really un- unbecoming. Um, I want to yeah, earn it obviously.
2: <laughs> candy in front of a kid's face that's a lot <laughs> yeah
1: it's a lot of nominations and you know i'm hoping that uh, you know it the, the other part of it of course is um you know even uh, beyond the adult industry you know nominations and award ceremonies you know people try not to uh you know uh, sort of talk about it too much but it, it tends to be very political as well um so like oh, yeah. uh, you know the um it happens every so often uh you know in the Oscars and the Grammys uh, I think is' the most recent one where um I think it was the Weeknd, the artist uh, known as the weekend uh released an, an album uh, that was like uh a, a huge 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 success, an incredible success um internationally uh, across Canada across the United States, and that uh, he didn't get nominated for anything at all oh, zero he, yeah. Uh, and as a result of that, there were a, a bunch of
2: artists, time. yeah,
1: <laughs> that uh, totally they they they're like they called out the Grammys. and like, what is this? Like, this is total BS. Like, this person should have been nominated for a, multiple things, and they didn't even show up on the radar. So the, people are like, and it happens, you know, from time to time for in the Oscars too. So like, I again, I don't want to start pointing fingers. You know, I know Jay and Connor personally. I, I met them both. Um, and, oh Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the other award ceremonies, you know, uh, I, I, am familiar with, um, I, I, don't know them as well as, uh, you know, uh, why not, uh, the why not, uh, people, uh, Jay and Connor, et cetera, um, and Erica, um, but, uh, again, like, you know, I, the important thing in an industry, uh, I would say, especially one where, you know I, i'm relatively still new i mean this is my third year I, i'm not a newbie per se but like there's still a lot of people out there with you know a lot of um you yeah, know just, uh, pull and uh an influence and uh you know and um I, I don't want to ruffle feathers um you know just for the sake of you know demanding an award like I, that's that's it's not a, a very
2: Oh for no. <laughs> yeah like you sure know it i up.
1: You're not going to make any friends. No, kicking and screaming, right? So, like, you know, that's the thing. Patience, I think, is
2: handling it with grace. Because I would be like, (laughs) I would be pulling my hair out at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a, definitely a test of my uh, of of my uh, resilience. Um, you know, sort of trying to figure out, wrap my head around, sort of what I'm missing, and you know what I'm doing right, and maybe what I, things that I could improve on. Um, and I mean, this last year was really. You
2: can't sorry? downplay a nomination either. That's huge. no,
1: no, for sure. And every time That's I'm nominated, first it's like this, it's huge, huge, huge. Like this last. Uh, uh, a few months ago, I think it's two now, two months now, or maybe a month and a half, uh, mm-hmm. where I was campaigning for uh, the uh, Transvaalika Awards, and uh, you know, I I even did a shoot for, uh, well, not a shoot, I I uh, I was interviewed by um, by Hustler Magazine, and mm-hmm. uh, I went, yeah, I, that was a huge career high for me for sure, Hustler. I mean, they they reached out and they're like, we want to interview you anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you, yeah. Uh so I I went out and uh I shot some pics specifically for them and uh then I used uh, one of the pics uh that ended up not being used um uh, by uh that in a, in the in the interview to uh to uh sort of promote people to pre-nominate me and who knows I mean I might get nominated uh for for that uh, for the Transwater Water Awards and you know there's a few other things you got to you, you just kind of keep keep going you know keep at it and um yes you, know, you can't yeah, you know you yeah, the award ceremonies. You know, you want that. You know, you, it's it's really lovely. It's really amazing to be nominated. It's even better to be to win an award, but you can't let it dictate your entire life. You can't sort of like you know, sort of uh, yeah. You parade yourself up and down the street, uh, and, you know, sort of trumpet in hand and be like, uh, uh, I should be, you know, none of that, you know, like, it's not <laughs> da, gonna happen. Da,
2: da, <laughs> yeah, now, <exactly. laughs> now, now you, now it's also kind of a good thing because could you imagine winning the award when they canceled the show? Like, yeah. I would, like, to not have that moment would just be dreadful. <laughs> I oh, would think yeah. That was that, like when be graduate college and, and I, Always dreamed of walking on the stage, and it was right at the pandemic. Oh, so they gosh. just put my name on a screen on a computer, and you're like, "Well, oh, there we go."
1: Oh, yeah, that's super disappointing. Yeah. I hear you, and yeah, I mean, my psychology. I'm a, you know, I'm a big. Uh, I, I really, uh, I don't want to say a fan of psychology, but I, I try to um, I use uh, psychology uh sort of as often as I can yeah it's it's, like you know the sex industry is very involved in uh, psychology Um, oh yeah and uh you know not having been able to attend uh the one at Cam awards um you know what I I was prevented really from uh traveling uh because of uh financial and uh and um travel restrictions COVID etc but had I been uh you know and uh, I didn't win. Uh, I I totally would have felt so defeated. uh, And uh, I guess, uh. in a way, yeah, exactly right. So, in a way, I suppose yeah. the silver lining is that, oh, okay, well, I guess it's a good thing I didn't go because. Let yep, all this pass. So. <laughs> you know, exactly. huh? We're like, we
2: just want that moment. Well, we are yeah. all like, we're all like, what is it? Camera whores, right?
1: Totally, like, totally. Like,
2: we just wanted, <laughs> that's. That's what we do. That's what we want to be noticed for. So I for really, am sure. pulling for you. I have uh-huh. faith 2022, or it would be 2023, right? Uh,
1: Well, it Which, could no, it could be to still 2022, because uh, I, I was very active this year. So a lot of the things that I'm, I campaigned for, uh, the award ceremonies will be in the coming months, like the trans Awards. Awards, uh-huh. uh, they're in 2022. They're uh, in March 2022, or usually in March 2022.
2: So what have you been working on during this year? Said- oh gosh um I spent the year
1: rebooting my career um sort of uh, it, it's uh, uh, kind of complicated i um, um you know the details of it is, uh, it gets uh, very very sort of uh, uh, inter uh, inter knotted um, mm-hmm. but uh, I spent the uh, i started the end of twenty twenty um uh doing uh interviews um so you know I'm not gonna throw out names uh you know out of respect for your show and uh, listeners oh. that no 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 i i <laughs> okay. i okay I don't want to do that. I mean, a Hustler, yeah, it was a big deal because, you know, it's a really, really big yeah. name. But like the other ones, you know, I don't, I don't want to start uh, getting people to be like, oh, wow, okay, let me go listen to that interview, put pause on this and never come back. Basically.
2: Oh, no, you you can, you can name whatever you'd like.
1: No, that's cool. That's okay. cool. I'm going to let the listeners, I, all my social media and my website uh, will be, I'm sure, associated uh, with this podcast. So if they want to know more about that, they can go to my, my website and read up on my bio. Oh. But I will say <clears throat> that... Um, um you know i did uh, i've been interviewed across the industry uh all the year this year and uh i think this uh i met uh i don't know close to about a dozen interviews now uh both written and sort of uh you know uh podcasts and all kinds and that was um it the the uh the sort of the, the um the tough part of uh of uh that i had to uh uh Sort of managed in 2020. uh, uh, Definitely the pandemic was a really big deal. But um, just a few days before before the pandemic, um, I was evicted. um, Oh, goodness. Yeah, from my home. So I spent, yeah, it was really, uh, it was a really difficult uh, year for me. Yeah, it was really tough. Uh, You know, I'm saying that sort of, uh, you know, kind of uh, a little bit laid back and sort of, you know, uh, remember when type uh, stuff, but it, at the time it was, it was, I was, uh, you know, really quite uh, in a quandary. Um, oh, yes, for sure. Um, so I spent uh, 2020 sort of uh, rebuilding um, my life really because uh, I was yeah. evicted and then it, they, I was evicted and then suddenly the pandemic came down I was just like, okay, so what it was like, is there a nuclear war about also to happen <laughs> just by any chance? <laughs> Yeah, just let me know. Maybe I could just like you know dig into like some like subterranean. <laughs> um, did that open so
2: you because the pandemic followed right behind it.
1: I'm uh, sorry. Say again.
2: Did it, did did that open any doors for you when the pandemic came right behind it?
1: Um, not really. As far as uh,
2: assistance it... or.
1: It just kept uh, – things kept uh, shutting down, like government services shutting down. And, okay. you know, p- at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, uh, if you recall, people didn't even know sort of what vectors to look out for. I mean, if people sort of had this impression, and rightfully so, like that, you know, the, the corona spe- spread kind of like Ebola does um you know it's, it's sort of like any contact yes. with anybody and we still have definitely had that apprehension we should uh, maybe not be paranoid about it but take that into consideration especially especially with things like uh, there was the delta variant and now the omicron variant mm-hmm. so like things change pretty rapidly especially with uh, pandemics and um you you can't you can't ever sort of like just kick back and be like okay well you know it'll sort itself out That's you really correct. have to do what you can on a daily basis to sort of like minimize the risk. That's how you, that's how you beat this thing. Um, Yes. But at the beginning, you know, I, I I had even a difficult time, even finding friends that I could stay with because people were just, you know, they didn't know what to expect. Like, you know, Oh
2: yeah.
1: Right. So like, you know, you're, I never actually, uh, thankfully knock wood. I never lived on the street per se. And my heart goes out because there's a lot of uh, sex workers who end up evicted uh, for various reasons because You know financial discrimination, all kinds of factors, um, or just their landlords don't like them. Um, or, and, um, or
2: our industry is so up and down, too. Like, yeah, totally. ways of, of getting money coming in. Yeah, exactly. So, so unpredictable.
1: Totally. And so, I, I don't want to say, you know, uh, you know, we should, we should come to expect that as sex workers, you know, definitely not, or, you know, as, as uh, porn stars. Pardon me, or as um, or as actresses, or, or however you want to describe us. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it, it's very it, it's pretty common, unfortunately. Uh, the here. nature
2: of the biz.
1: Yeah, people get you know have this type these types of problems just out of the blue, just out of nowhere. Like somebody just yeah. something happens, like your car gets keyed, or like you get you know, like oh geez. Yeah. Um,
2: My car right? stolen from the airport. There. Well. <laughs> There you go. I
1: mean, and there's no, yeah. very frequently, there's no way to trace it back to, like, being a porn star. Cause it's like, it'll happen and just be like, oh, this thing, this random thing happened just so happens to happen. Wait, to are you saying person. that
2: we're normal? Like, we're people? <laughs> uh <laughs> Yes, that is exactly
1: what I'm saying. Exactly that. So. Wow. Anyway, to, to bring it all the way back, all the way back, I kind of went off track there. But to bring it back to, you know, the pandemic and then the 2020, what happened in 2020, I, I rebuilt my life. And then at the end of 2020, <clears throat> I, I started doing interviews. And then this past year, I've been doing interviews. But I also, you know, I launched my a YouTube channel. Um, I have this uh, a brand that I use to do my streaming with. Uh, it's called Official Epiphany. Uh, I also have merch uh that you can buy through my website um through redbubble so like uh, coffee mugs and like uh, mouse pads and stationery and posters and you know all you that stuff make all of this stuff so can if you, you visit a a my link? website yeah. yeah visit my website juliaepiphany.ca.ca for canada um there is a, a link there for my online store and uh, it says uh, official Epiphany online store, and you can click that, and it goes over to my Redbubble um, online store, store, and and uh, it's just it's just like a regular merch store. You can just surf through it, and you can get like hoodies and like uh, t-shirts, and uh, it's like all swag. the all the all the regular crap. Okay, like it's like yes. everybody's like rolling their eyes right now. They're like,
2: oh, another it's one. It's swag. Yeah, I get
1: it? Okay, it's like all our swag. swag. Totally, but you gotta have it, right? Because there's some fans out there yes. who just love; they'll just get everything. Like if you sold your toenails, they'd buy them, right? Like, like yeah, yes, just,
2: that's true. <laughs> you, but yeah, they. <laughs> but they would, they would. Let's be yep. honest.
1: I mean, there's people like there that are like so die hard, you know, like super. awesome not that fans. isn't
2: that like warm your heart? Like when when someone when I got my first um, request for an autograph in the mail, I was like, oh, I'm famous. Yes. Totally. <laughs> Who, me? <laughs> like yeah. I did, it was totally. so great. Yes. Yeah. And it, it
1: you have to embrace your celebrity. You have to embrace your stardom. Like every single one of us, like all of the, you know, the porn stars, you know, all the public figures out there, people who put themselves out there who like literally like you're you are the oh, face yeah. of your entire brand. Like there's there's no like as opposed to like a corporation, for instance, like a corporation. Yeah. There's there's no face to a corporation like they're they, by definition, faceless, like they sh- switch around their, you know, the president and some other president yeah. and, you know, nobody's ever heard of them. And after their president, it's like highly unlikely that everybody anybody will hear of them. You know, the brand, on the other hand, that's the extent of their corporation. So yeah. that's why these logos are so fancy and they're so well thought through. And here I am. I'm also incorporated. You know, I have a production company, um, Pop NT Incorporated, and I just, uh, I worked on my own logo, so I'm kind of like throwing myself under the bus a little bit. Um, but the truth is, um, you know, public figures, people who interact with the public at large, so, uh, be it in the adult industry, <clears throat> or media, or even just voice, like voice announcers, uh all those are public figures. Like, you cannot replace somebody's, like, that is their, like... That's their, their brand. Yeah, that's their brand. Their, their entire <laughs> yeah. persona is who they are. So we're fiercely, fiercely protective of, you know, making sure that, you know, like even huge people like, uh, you know, I, I don't want to drop too many names, but like the heads of corporations, you know, those social media companies that we love to hate, uh, yeah. even they don't, they don't have the same uh, investment because they don't care. Like, you know, they get, um, something done. Or they have a different hair hairstyle or whatever. Nobody goes around. Yeah. No, there's no paparazzis that follow them around and be like, "Oh, look at the way they tied their shoes today." You know, like they, nobody we cares with about that. And do it
2: ourselves. Yes. Which exactly. a lot don't understand is that we can't be authentic unless we're the one on the other side of the phone sex line, or if we're yeah. not the one answering our, you know, messages. We have to brand ourselves <laughs> seven days a week, twenty-four-seven.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and we it takes a huge. Let
2: up. Yeah,
1: exactly. Emotionally, you kind of you, you really got to give yourself a chance to sort of like, you know, understand that process that and in a way that only people in show business can really understand, you know, like it gives you a whole new appreciation for actors uh in, in the movies and, you know, the the, uh, the struggle that they must go through to like that's You know, I mean, there's the whole like, you know, losing your mind, like Hollywood stars that, that are totally out of touch with reality. That's kind of where it all comes from. Right. It's like. You're creating the the reality that you that you're living. You know you're building the bridge as or you're crossing the bridge as you build it. and it it tends to really screw with your notions of um, sort of like uh, time and space, because as you know Hollywood uh, crosses that boundary sort of almost with every movie. Um, you end up having this like you know what is reality really like? You this huge like existential crisis, you know. Sort of like well, if if I wear this sweater, you know, what what message am I sending out? You know, if I if I decide upon this color scheme or this you know my signature for crying out loud, like people will think this of me. For us, yeah. it's totally mm, arbitrary. Yeah. It's like I don't know. I could have picked some other pair of you know, pants or some other socks, and then we'd be having a totally different discussion. But as far as the public is concerned, people who love to, like, get into our lives are like, oh, yes, but, you know, psychologically and this and that, but that is the choice you made. And and it's just like, it's just like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Like, so if I had done this, you would have had this discussion? Yes, that's correct. We would have to a totally different conclusion. And It's like, okay, well, well,
2: great. Yeah, it's kind of, (laughs) there's a huge responsibility that comes with, Um, being in the public, like spotlight, you, you're, well, people look up to you, you know, the things you do and they scrutinize you too. Oh my God. Uh, Endless. Yeah. I can, I can't, (laughs) they, yeah, they do, but you just have to be care. I mean, you have to constantly always, if you're going to go outside, you have got to be conscious that you are wearing your brand because you are the brand. For sure, for sure. The way you act, the way you conduct yourself, if you get into negative conversations, um, you just have to watch everything. Um, It comes pretty naturally to some, not so much to others. Right. Or that are a lot edgier, that like to stir the pot. But, you know, that's a marketing technique, too. That's true.
1: That's true. That is true. Totally. And it's all (laughs) sort of like part of the show, I suppose. Yeah, you know, celebrity life. Like we're celebrities, you know, love us or hate us, we're all celebrities. In some larger celebrities than others, but like yes. you know, it's all about you know what what is the image you want to project? You know, what what message are you sharing with the world? Like what is, you know, who who like what is who is Lily Craven? You know? Who is Julia Epiphany? You know, and exactly, it's, and it's fascinating because as we grow. We all learn more about ourselves. We teach ourselves about ourselves. And I I personally, I love that. I love that about, you know, the adult industry. And I think it's really wonderful.
2: So I'm going to take a break right here for our lovely sponsors. And we will be right back with Julia Epiphany on Phone Sex with Lily show. Hello, we are back with Phone Sex with Lily show. And this is Julia Epiphany. We were talking. About uh, social media and being out in the spotlight, um so do you have any upcoming projects you're working on? anything that you want to tell us about?
1: Yeah, um so uh, earlier in the show i uh, I mentioned uh, my brand that i I've been doing a lot of um, uh, live streaming using my official epiphany brand, and um, <clears throat> very recently i um i uh, I got a an Xbox um my first video game console i've 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 worked in the video game industry um a few years uh ago now like over a decade ago um uh so i i'm sort of i've got hands-on experience of what it's like to work in uh, video games um but uh you know with my official epiphany brand i've been doing a lot of game live streams and um you know with the, the new xbox that i got it's top of the line machine and um I've, uh, I've been, uh, streaming or I've been trying to sort of like stream a lot of different games, sort of like indie games and triple A games and sort of like RPG games and a little bit of everything for everybody. I try not to be, to focus too much on one specific genre. Um, but yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I've uh, had a lot of, uh, really good feedback, a lot of really great success. Like my brand has grown uh, incredibly, uh, even in the past few months, uh, that I've been, um, um, Sort of showcasing uh, the official Epiphany uh, logo. Um, <clears throat> I think it's um, there's there's uh, a lot of uh, really awesome potential there. Uh, knock wood again, you know, because uh, it, it could turn around and sort of uh, fizzle for whatever reason. It, you know, th- that kind of thing can always happen,
0: and you have to be yeah. prepared
1: for that. Uh, but so far, yeah, I've, I've been really happy. Uh, doing, playing the games, first of all, I'm, I'm not, you know, nobody's paying me to do this. Nobody's, uh, there's no sort of like endorsement, uh, or like monetary, uh, remuneration yeah. or anything like that. Uh, I want to make that clear, you know, because I, I put a lot of effort into the production of, uh, my live streams and I try to showcase the games, like if they're, if they've won awards, for instance, I like to put the awards up as part of the live stream so that people know uh, what kind of a game it is and, um, that, you know, if the game producers or the de- development team or whoever, uh, see my, uh, live stream that they'll be happy with how I uh, showcased it because let's be, let's be honest. Like, you know, I'm a porn star. I, you know, Epiphany, Julie Epiphany is my porn star name. And, um, I, you know, I put a copyright on my, um, on my live stream, uh, so that, uh, people know that, you know, it is a production. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I'd like to stream games that are for all ages. Uh, so even for kids, because let's be honest, um, you know, porn stars, uh, you know, we have kids too. Uh, mm-hmm. not everybody, you know, and not some, and it's totally fine. Totally, uh, I, I totally respect people who do not want children. That's absolutely 100% legit too.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there are, there are a lot of people who, who, who want kids or who already yeah. have kids and who are in the adult industry. And, you know, to, to promote, um, you know, games for all ages, um, so that you, the, you know, porn stars, whoever watches or, or learns, uh, from our content. <clears throat> Cause I, I, I watch a lot of different porn stars, you know, the, like the safer work stuff. And I like to learn things about us and our community. Cause it is a community that we have, right? Yep. So like we have our listeners, uh, who are not involved necessarily in the sex industry or as fans they are but then yeah. we also have people who who are uh involved directly and you know if i um uh, make a uh a uh uh you know a live stream or if i if i live stream a game um you know i try to take that into consideration too and if the porn stars out there or you know that watch um my uh my live streams they uh they want to know more about the game and if it's like safe for their kids or whatever you know yeah. that's i oh, i try to add that information there
2: yeah that, that makes know sense. now now someone okay someone like me who does not game i know nothing about it how does gaming tie into the industry
1: okay that oh, I, I love that you asked that question there's a lot of tie tie-ins or tie-overs so <clears throat> um all right let's let's start with the the whole the, like the uh um the rating system of okay. video games so um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm in my mid 40s, um, and you know, I'm from the generation where, um, back in my teens, um, video games. Uh, there was a specific video game uh, that uh, resulted in uh, the United States Congress uh, creating uh, a video game rating system. Okay. okay, so the video game in question, uh, it's still, they still produce, uh, uh, editions today. It's called Mortal Kombat. It's a very violent game. Okay, so don't, everybody who's, yeah. you know, concerned about that. violence, yeah, you just <clears throat> a heads up on that one. But the historic, uh, the fact, uh, the timeline for, uh, the Mortal Kombat franchise is that it was such a violent game that, um, people felt compelled to get, um, governments involved and this uh, organization called the esrb was created as the uh electronic uh what is it electronic standards rating board i believe uh, that's the uh the, the the wording uh was formed <clears throat> and as a result another one in europe was formed was the uh, uh peggy so pan-european gaming uh what is it uh Institute or something, I can't remember. Um, so they rate every oh. single game that is released onto the market, mm-hmm. or I should say, anything any game that wants to be marketed uh, and taken seriously has to apply for an ESRB and or PEGI rating, and then they must add mm-hmm. that to the to the box uh, contents and all the marketing materials. So okay. all, on all of my live streams, I add the ESRB rating, overlaid on top of the entire live stream okay so there's a lot of live streamers out there who add the esrb and the peggy and or the peggy rating at the very beginning so like for like half a second they add it in there and then it goes away and then you have no idea what it is um but okay. i make a point of having it overlaid on top of every single like it's it's uh, it's a uh, 50 opaque so it's transparent um
0: okay.
1: but i make sure that the footage that I uh, broadcast on uh, on YouTube or Twitch or wherever um, has the SRB rating because uh, unlike movies, okay, um, where the uh, movie, you, you t- in order to see the movie, you have to be a certain age. You can't enter the movie theater or enter the uh, the cinema or whatever, or not the cinema, but you can't watch the movie if, if you're under 18, for instance, or under whatever the parental guidance or whatever. Um, it, with regards to video games, uh, any part of the video game um, could could be uh, uh, violent or be uh, need mature audiences or whatever. So uh, this is what we refer to as a non linear experience. So a movie is a linear experience, right? You sit down, you watch the movie. It takes you know two hours to watch through, and then there's no other way to watch the movie. It's the movie is a linear experience. It just starts at point A and ends at point Z, okay. and that's it. Video games, on the other hand, it's Like the the nature of the video game is, you move around with your little controller, and or whatever kind of video game it is, and then you experience Mm -hmm. things in different orders. So the way I play a video game and the way you play a video game may not be the same thing. So let's say if there's a violent sort of like scene, it could happen at any time. That's this is the logic that I'm using for why I put the ESRB rating on all of my scenes. Mm -hmm. Now to go back to your question, people are like, "What is going on right now?" She's totally. You know she's she's gone off onto into the weeds again. So the thing is, well, I'm following you. Oh, I know you are, but some right. the same some of your listeners are like, listen, lady, uh, you know, I'm listen, I tuned in to listen to smut, and this has nothing to do with smut. Okay, so the relation, <laughs> so the relation oh, with oh, but it does exactly. Oh, but yeah. it does. So the relation with the SRB rating and porn is that um. You know, in the industry, uh, you know, pornography is always very, uh, is, is highly criticized for sort of like not looking out for, you know, uh, underage people, uh, that, yeah. you know, we sort of like, you know, we, we just put this stuff out there. We don't care about what people think about, you know, the videos that people watch, all this business. And, um, I disagree, uh, uh with that entire, uh, argument. I, I, I believe that, uh, uh, porn stars The vast majority of porn stars, um, you know, legit uh, people who care about the business, um, they do care about uh, making sure that young people, underage people uh, do not uh, watch our content. And we do everything we can uh, within uh, within our within our power to protect, uh, you know, kids uh, from uh, watching things that are too young to understand. Um, And I. I 100% agree with that. So, like, on my website, I have the RTA, uh, logo. And, you know, I, I specifically don't put, um, you know, smut, uh, on my website, um, because if anybody were yes. to visit it as underage, you know, the most that they can see is some text. Um, and, you know, children, young children, for instance, uh, they, they, they might be able to read the words, but they won't really process it the same way they would, like, a, a picture. Correct. Uh, or video.
2: Um, and I noticed that about your Twitter and everything. You don't have a bunch of smut up there.
1: <clears throat> no. And, yeah. you know, I, I every now and again, obviously, you have to market yourself. Of um, course. You know, and the, I at the beginning of my career, certainly things were a lot more hardcore. You know, I also have a genital piercing, which is already super, like, pushing the boundaries. Um, so uh, I don't want to say I have the luxury of just saying, you know, like, uh, of uh, – uh sort of uh not having to uh sort of distinguish myself because of that factor but also you know as, as I mentioned earlier I'm trans so like there's a lot of controversy surrounding uh my yeah. gender and I try not to um you know really rock the boat uh the same way some other performers uh feel that they need to um because I'm I, I I I suppose I don't have to compete the same way um and I, I still do, there are, you know, I still, I, I, you know, I enjoy, um, my business. I enjoy, you know, uh, promoting who I am and, you know, embracing my sexuality and encouraging others to embrace their sexuality in a, in a way that is, you know, healthy and safe and legal and all of this, you know, the standards. There's
2: standard. so much like this about what you're doing. For about sure. It, where a For lot sure. of me. Main- or may not necessarily be as conscious of it, which we should be.
1: Which we should be. We need- and it,
2: yes. and it's, I, I don't think we should ever sort of
1: uh, fall into the trap of saying, oh, well, you know, I screwed this one thing up, so then that's it. I, I can never go back and I can never try to, like, make amends. You know, the whole point is not to say, like, to single somebody out and be like, oh, you made a mistake this one time, you know, five years ago. Or, or twenty years ago, and now you're stuck having to pay for that for the rest of your life. Um, you know that that you know prison sentences and uh, you know capital punishment and all this stuff. Uh, you know that that's for the legal system, and yeah. you know as a community, um, you know unless it's a, a, a particularly heinous uh, 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 you know um, uh, um, act. Yeah, acting. or something like that. You know, we should all learn to be able to sort of like support and encourage and, and and nurture each other and and give each other sort of like ways to cope with maybe not the most ideal circumstance. And the pandemic has certainly taught us that. You know, we really should be caring about each other. And I I don't want to make this like this whole like touchy feely wholesome, you know you know hallmark, hallmark moment. Um But that that's the thing. Like you know, the adult industry is you know it's all about empathy. It's all about you know. Uh, giving somebody, you know, even in BDSM, you know, we talk about aftercare, you know, like, you can have a particularly rough, you know, scene where, you know, there's, like, spankings and, and, you know, people get whipped and, like, suction cups and, you know, chastity and all this stuff, but then, like, the flip side is the difference between all of that stuff and torture, okay, like, literal torture, is that you actually care about the person, you know? Correct. Right. And that part is, like, you, you, you have to sort of, like, it's okay to, like, to explore this space safely, but as a provider of, like, content and people are, that are, I don't personally do it, you know, but the full service sex workers, FSSWs, yeah. uh, that do offer in-person um you know uh business or arrangements um you know that's the thing you put people put their trust into um these providers and you you really have to like understand that i think personally i've never done full cyber sex work um but i think that you know in order for people to trust you and to for the for for the public in general to trust us we have to make like make such put such great care or sort to you know really sort of like invest so much um thought into making sure that you know our customers uh stay happy and healthy both physically and emotionally is the other thing is you really have to sort of like be and i i feel like people that sort of um treat their fans poorly um, or don't appreciate their fans or their their public. Um, that it's you know they're this it says more about them as performers than it does yeah. about the industry. You know I don't oh, I, yeah. I really I really don't think that they speak for the rest of us. Not and at all. I think you know. So that's how this whole thing ties into the video game industry. Like when video games first started getting rated, people were so upset with that. They're like, what are you ca- talking about? This is a video game. Yeah. No. Right. No purpose. You know, and and the, the video game industry, they love to hate the ESRB because the ESRB, to tie this all back to the ESRB, you know, all the ESRB, the video game industry, they see the ESRB as just a way to limit their sales. They're, they the ESRB is just like a roadblock that is there to like. Stop people from buying their games. And it's not that at all. Yeah. And it's not that at all. It has nothing to do with that. Yes, Easily if responsible. In a, that's right. It's a purely capitalistic society where you know video games that you know uh display you know blood and gore and people's bones cracking and all this gory garbage. Oh. Well, sorry, sorry, out of respect for the video oh. game industry, <laughs> ways of depicting you know combat. I will say. Yeah because that does happen obviously like in warfare you know pe- people f- tend to forget that yeah. but anyways uh, without getting too far off track um yeah. but you know if you if you sell a game to a child okay and then they see all this really you know uh gory yeah. very violent uh acts you know children you know young ages they 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 think that that's normal you know yep. they they will take cues on that and be like oh this is how I interact with other human beings because the video game is telling me the, in, indirectly without specifically saying it that they're demonstrating that you know violent acts towards other humans is sort yes. of acceptable yeah and the ESRB, as far as the consumers are concerned, the video game industry may not feel the same way they could simply say, "Oh well, the ESRB gave me an." M for mature rating because this one cut scene where this one person had that's a knife, it, but that's all it takes. Yeah. You, you show that one scene to a kid of somebody getting stabbed through whatever, some body part yes. and all of the rest of the game could be all about pillows. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yes. matter. It doesn't matter. Like this one kid who's five years old sees yep. this one scene of some like axe murderer, they're yeah. going to be traumatized for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so that, that's how there's a tie-in. You know, and the yeah. ESRB is the American version, uh, the, the American rating system. The Europeans have Peggy um, yeah. I don't know uh, if there is one. I'm a dual citizen. Uh, I have a Canadian and uh, European citizenship. So I try I, I to the best of my abilities. I try to uh, balance those. The, yeah those two out. The United States of America does not recognize dual citizenship. So, you know, even though there's a lot of people in the United States who have uh, who are dual citizens officially, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, again, I, I try not to be too political, but I believe the United States does not officially recognize dual citizenship. Cool. Um, so, you know, people that live in the United States, American citizens don't necessarily feel the same way about putting ratings on uh, sort of like uh, international ratings on their games, although they should uh, yeah. for all the same reasons. If you're marketing your game in Europe. Uh, you should throw in the Peggy rating. Yeah, yeah, and you should be you should be putting it on everything. I mean, it makes what, sense. To, yes. Yeah. It's like what's what's the downside? The downside is you, you will get a teeny tiny bit less sales in the short term, but then possibly in the long term you will get more sales because people will trust your brand.
2: Yes. You yes. Know? So important.
1: Totally, and it's just like you know, it's so short-sighted to say, oh, the ESRB, ring, what a, what a waste of marketing, or like how government getting involved. Well, it's the same thing as cigarettes, okay? Like you know, when cigarettes were first re- re- as a, a marketed or whatever, they they said, oh, great way to enjoy the, the end of your day was to have a nice pack of Marlboros or whatever. Sorry to drop that name. Um, but, you know, as time went on, it would be like, oh, wow, huh, geez, uh, is, is, is cigarette smoking, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, is uh, really not a great, uh, great way to, uh,
2: right. exactly, you know, to, to, to <laughs> ensure
1: long-term health, you know, and, and, psychology, psychologically, cigarette smoking is also really bad, you know, just drugs in general are really bad. And I, I'm not going to get into that whole discussion. That's a whole other can of worms. Um, but video games, even though video games per se are not, you know, addictive in the same sense, um, psychologically, emotionally, they could be very harmful. But they can yes. also – the difference between video games and drugs and smoking is that I don't think there's any cigarette or any sort of drug, uh, you know, uh, uh, illegal drugs, not not medication, that is harmful uh, – that is helpful in any way. Whereas video games can be, in some cases, um, very violent. educationally, yes. And they can be very uh, beneficial emotionally. So that is – that's the parallel – with porn. Porn yes. Porn can teach us how to have good sex. Yes. Okay.
2: I'm just gonna stop that an educational source. Sorry? It is an educational source or it can be.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So like you know, very advanced sex. So like threesomes, orgies, you know, like BDSM, all this stuff that, you know, is pushes the boundary. You know, people who get off on that, you know, people learn from pornography. They're like, yes. okay, I see what's going on in this scene. I think that's hot. I want to do that with my partner or partners. Yeah. Or if I don't have partners, I want to look for partners who like this stuff. And I like, I enjoy this and, you know, and so, you know, what, what kind, what can we learn from the video game industry? Because, you know, governments, it's unlikely a government or governments, We'll, we'll start saying, OK, well, we need a rating system the same way that there is the ESRB um, for pornography. Like, you know, it, that would I think that would be a huge benefit. But I think the adult industry would probably reject that notion and be like, well, look, we have a hard enough time, you know, selling our contact content to begin yeah. with. And now we're going to have to put a label on every single last scene. It's going to look terrible. I, I disagree a with label
2: this. <laughs> right.
1: But, to, you know, the discussion is there. You know, and yeah. again, some people would be like, no, there's no discussion. It's like, OK, well, you know, the video game industry, every single game that is released to the market has to have an ESRB rating. Every yeah. single one. There's it, without exception. They all have ESRBs. They all have Peggy's, you know, and that's a, a decision that was made in the mid 90s. And it's still stuck around to today e- throughout everything that the world has been through through all of the conflicts, all of the international stuff, all of the everything, and it will continue to be. There's there's no way anybody's going to excise the SRB from the video game industry. It's not, it's not going to happen. If anything, actually, yeah. it will get more complex, you know, with this open world stuff. Yeah. I think the SRB yeah. will grow, and so will Peggy. And I think that the video game industry, even if we don't all decide to sort of like – you know, lobby Congress or in the United States or can, Canadian, uh, uh, you know, Parliament or the or European or whatever, whatever the mechanisms are. Um, that I think we can learn a lot about what happened in the video game industry um, and how that has shaped that industry to better protect ourselves and the children. You know, that we are constantly criticized for not wanting to uh, to protect or to. To foster, you know, like as responsible but that's parents.
2: What's going wrong lately? Like,
1: that's the thing. So, like, how do we yep. con- counter that? You know, demonstrate that we care about children. Demonstrate that. Yes, I'm here.
2: uh Oh.
1: Oh no! Can you not hear me? Yep,
2: if I can hear you now.
1: Okay, so, uh, so how how would we demonstrate that? You know, how would we show to the public? that we are responsible content producers, that we care about the well-being of children, you know, of, of younger audiences of different, you know, different audiences. And anyway, like movies have that same, like the PG whole rating system, like PG 13, triple X, like
2: so important,
1: so important, so super important. Like as, as an adult, like how do I know if I bring my kid into like some movie or something or like I buy a movie or I I watch a movie, I rent a movie or whatever. Like, how do I know what kind of a movie it is?
2: Exactly. Like, you,
1: you're just going to let footage go. And like and video games are similar in that sense because they all have the rating, um, you know, when you purchase it. But then the thing is, if you're making videos about people playing video games, you know, I would argue ninety nine percent of all the video game videos that you see on YouTube, none of them have ratings. And then you, wow. you none of them. So like. Maybe not none, literally zero, but a very yeah. small percentage have video wow. games have ratings. So, like kids, right? Like kids, small children should not be using YouTube. There is terms of service that say, uh, I believe that the youngest, uh, people that can have an account are like 13 or something like that. But the fact is that everybody uses YouTube, everybody, everybody, and very difficult to, to, uh, to, um, to manage uh the audiences there but you know as content producers you know what does it cost us if we know that there's a high likelihood of our videos being shown to people who are underage exactly what does it cost us as content producers as experts in the content production like zone or arena or whatever what does it cost us to throw in an esrb rating there but well, not not for porn, because that doesn't exist. But for video games, which it does exist, you know, you can just put it in. What's that? you know, what do we, what do we care? We're we're playing video games. You know, we're not yes. the ones that are producing them. You know, it, it costs literally zero dollars. You can just throw in the overlay on the video game and it, the people it,
2: who want one more gamer.
1: Exactly. And so you lose maybe two people out there who'd be like, I disagree with the political agenda that the ESRB is pushing. And who is this porn star person who thinks that she's so high and mighty that she has to put her (laughs) ESRB right? Okay, it's like if you want to have that discussion with some like Yahoo, you know, uh, whatever person, you know, that has absolutely no regard for people's safety, I'll have that discussion with them yeah and I'll sit down and I'll be like okay well like you don't you don't think that's important like yep. you know like you you don't think like you you know stuff like you know uh you know uh what do you call it uh uh sa- safety uh safety instructions packaging uh, uh you know like do not uh do not uh, wash your clothes with uh chlorine uh, chlorinated yeah. <laughs> you know like so you're just gonna sell a piece of garment and like you're not gonna have any instructions on the any garment yeah. None whatsoever, and, like, you, you put the garment in, like, warm water, it shrinks, and then you have a shrunk, and it's like, well, that's my responsibility. I'm like, okay, well, how about if, as a consumer, it'd be nice if I had a little label
2: <laughs> on the yeah. thing that says,
1: do not wash in warm water. So, I, that way I know that I don't have to wash, that if I wash the garment in warm water, it'll be ruined. Is that not reasonable? You know, like, why not yeah. do that? Like, it's the same thing. You know, it's the same thing. Like, you know, like, um, you know, do not operate... uh with heavy machinery, you know, for, for, for medication. Yeah,
2: don't, don't take pain pills and then go.
1: Yeah. Drive a like what's, you know, what's the problem with that? And all that stuff, you know, that's all government, you know, that, that implements that stuff, you know? And yes. like the, the true libertarian out there will be like, I refuse to let the government right. dictate. I'm like, yeah, okay. Cause like you, uh, you, do you want to be able to just yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: do whatever you want? And nobody tells you, you know, nobody gives you any kind of sort of guidance but like, but it's
2: that's why we have to do it is because of those people.
1: Exactly because of those people, because people that be like, why should I have to like? is there an instruction on a hammer, you know, yeah, that's, like you. that's you know, a hammer <laughs> is 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 a little bit different from like a corrosive material that could kill you if you had, like a some a uh, uh, you know a symbol full
2: exactly. of it. <laughs> you
1: know, like warning labels, like you know, if, you know, flammable, inflammable. You know, like you true. know, like. You're right. Like it's all just this, this like logic. And I think you know, as porn stars, we're we we are the apex uh, content producers. Okay, let's let let's be absolutely frank about the job that we do. Nobody is scrutinized as much as porn stars are, as far as the content we produce. Oh yeah. Okay? Nobody. Nobody. All of the controversy, all of the biggest fights on the on the planet on the internet about porn. <laughs> it's always about porn. Okay, one way or the other. Yeah. I hate it. That's just the way it is. OK, Hollywood, they don't have nearly as much controversy as sorry to say not it. Not. But Hollywood, we you know, we put you guys, you, you know, Hollywood draws from us. You know, there's Correct. a little there's a little back and forth. But like ho- we push boundaries that Hollywood then has picks up on and then they implement those, very true.
2: you know, um, I see that. But Sorry. I know I I totally see that.
1: Yes, that's very you know? true. I yeah yeah we
2: sort of paved the way and then yeah. they fucking trail.
1: <laughs> yeah and and it, there is a, a little bit of back and forth like there are a lot of cosplayers okay and cosplaying mm-hmm. by definition is like taking some means mainstream um, sort of uh, theme like uh you know Tomb Raider Lara Croft and then the cosplaying mm-hmm. with it very theme a uh, very very uh, common theme um, but typically typically it's it's the other way around typically you know porn stars we we're the ones who push the boundaries and then we end up you know having to you know very frequently uh, uh deal with all of the uh the uh fallout of uh of the the uh, the content we produce and then anything that's anything that survives uh makes it into the mainstream that's that's, that's usually true. how that yeah that's usually how that works um, and then it goes from the mainstream, it goes to the, to the public media or the public uh, consumption, and then it becomes a trend, and then everybody does it. Um, <clears throat> so that's that's
2: it's just it's quite fascinating, actually, because you know I had never been into the gaming, but I see how it all ties together. I see that the the social responsibility we have for sure is like really important. It's good for your brand we got to stay responsible, because if we all stay responsible, that's what's going to change things.
1: Right. And it's not video games per se. Like, I'm not saying all porn stars should just jump into video games, because there are some people that really have zero interest in video games. Like, and I totally get it. Like,
2: Like, I have no clue how to play a video game. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. 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 And
1: and it's like some people, you know, they they, they consider it a total waste of time. And to be honest, I I really probably would not be playing video games as much as I am um, had I not. Uh, worked in the video game industry, uh, for, you know, h- half a decade. Um, so, you know, I, I've got, uh, quote unquote skin in the game, no pun intended, um, as far as video well, games I go. Your brand as well. It does tie into my brand, but forget video games. Like, there's like, you know, you talked about, let's say, let's say sex toys. Okay, here's another great one. Okay. So all of the the technical people out there who are uh, uh, more interested in uh, sort of like the uh, more technical side of things. So there is an international standards community. Okay. Called the ISO. OK, so the stands for International Standard Standardization Organization, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they 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 uh, are a standards organization for all kinds of ways of um, manufacturing things. So you have s- products that are rated ISO 9000, for instance, yeah. and manufacturing sort of like processes that follow the ISO standard, such and such. Um, and like ways of developing products that are ISO compliant or whatever well <clears throat> very recently uh there is there was an iso standard and i retweeted this when it happened um that outlines uh some uh uh the uh, the requirements to be iso certified for uh sex toys
2: oh okay
1: yeah so like anything any product that has contact with the genitals or the anus or erogenous zones so like things like lube oh. things like yeah exactly and so like it's totally totally i'll i'll uh, i'll send you the links uh or we can we can put them up somewhere so people can uh, read about that but like it's another example right so like you have a, a standards body okay so the iso <laughs> they 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 don't control anything okay it's not it's not a government organization in that sense they are a standards body that try to to give guidance to organizations to that you know are looking to uh uh implement a certain type of product or in a certain market or something like that. And the ISO standards are there to like give everybody and I, whoever is interested in ideas to what to look out for and what kind of stuff is, you know, important. Um, and it's thoroughly researched and it's all international. It's international. Um, and, um, you know if you're if you're trying to develop a new sex toy and you're you know you don't know what kind of uh, materials to use, it's 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 a it's a resource that you can use. I mean you can you can pu- you produce anything you want and you can put it on the shelf anywhere you want in the world. and if it's if you don't care about ISO standards or you don't understand what the importance is of that, you can do that. and I mean, who's going to stop you? I mean, you can carve something out of wood and it's not going to be ISO certified, um, but you could still sell it. Um, but you can also sort of, like, try to adhere to the greatest degree possible to standards to make sure that people don't get sick, you know, when they yeah. use the products, that they're long-lasting, easy to clean, you know, they don't interact with other chemicals, uh, they don't give you irritations or allergies or, you know, there's all you kinds have- of... This is great. Yeah. It's all kinds of reasons. And forgive me for not remembering the ISO standard uh, that uh, corresponds to sex toy production, but it's, it's brand new. And um, it, like it's a couple months ago, I think is when it came out. And so that's another example. So like all in the industry, in the adult industry, okay, this applies to nobody else. The only people that this applies to are people in the adult industry. So both performers who should look for products that are ISO certified with this particular ISO standard as well as uh, the manufacturers. So, so, so uh, sex toy uh, makers. So uh-huh. if you, like jelly toys, for instance, or hard plastic yeah. toys, or like lubes, you know, all of these different types of products, um, you know, you can look for ISO certification. So you'd be like, okay, so these people understand the importance of following these guidelines, and the guidelines are made specifically to protect people uh, from, you know, exactly. p- possible ill effects of using toys that are, like, that use materials or or uh, ingredients or whatever that could p- potentially
2: be harmful. Which you is know? the same concept as
1: the video games. The, um,
2: yeah, it's exactly the same.
1: It's exactly. There's a total parallel there. And it's like, you know, and the naysayers would be like, oh, you're just trying to limit my sales. You know, it's just, like, so short-sighted. You know, so short-sighted. Like, just if you think that way, well, then this, this is no hope. Because, like, why? You know, I bet you, you know, you you, you don't obey the speed limit. Uh, you don't wear a safety belt. Uh, you smoke uh, six packs a day. Uh, you know, you drink uh, yep. to excess. Uh, you you know, like uh, there's this, you, you can't. You, there will be people that will argue. You know, all kinds of different you know, viewpoints. And at that point you just give up the conversation. It's just like, well, there's nothing to do with people like that, but other people who are reasonable, who understand like the importance of like, Hey, you know, let's, why don't we just like try protecting one another? Why don't we try to like not yeah. manufacture stuff That's- like that, that uses asbestos for crying out loud, you know, like, or, or like lead. You know, like, have we not, like, learned, like, the importance of, like, staying away or, like, toxic waste or, like, all that stuff? Like, all the things that, like, you know, we've all sort of, you know, grown to sort of, like, understand as being, oh, wow, this is not a good thing. We didn't know it was not a good thing at the very beginning. But then as time went on, we were like, hey, we realized, oh, wow, yeah. this, this is this is really not a good thing to we have. have to so pick. like,
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. So that, that's the thing that's the same idea so iso standards for sex toys super important you know people should read up on that your listeners i'm going Um, to
2: (laughs) yeah it's great i'll send you some links because because you always get worried you're like is this one of those ones that are gonna you know give me a bad reaction yeah yeah exactly like i'm gonna i'm gonna look this up uh
1: i very rarely do this but i don't have the iso standard off the top of my head uh but i'm going to look this up actually live on the podcast so here right. so the, ISO, for the for the further record for everybody who's uh, who's listening so the iso standard is 5 excuse me iso 3533 okay and the description is sex toys design and safety requirements for products in direct contact with genitalia the anus or both ooh okay interesting. so straight up okay and there is articles written about it there's articles written in in uh, in wired um, it's, it's, directly on the iso.org website. Uh, you know, and it just like, that's like, there's no other way to describe it. It's an ISO standard. It, ISO is an organization that applies to all kinds of different things, like manufacturing of like concrete manufacturing of, you know, different, you know, processes, packaging, cardboard, like you name it. Okay. Everything on that you could possibly think of that is produced in any sort of like mass Massive you know scale you know all these things have to have some sort of like safety guidelines or whatever, and then this one here is for sex toys, specifically sex toys that's okay.
2: yeah, that's great. I learned something every day well, there you the go day.
1: and we we all try to strive to help each other and to contribute in meaningful ways that you know to benefit of the the, the you know the the industry as a whole et cetera et cetera so there you go
2: gosh. This has just been a fascinating conversation with you.
1: Oh, thank you. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, too. You're a really good. Yeah, great
2: this is great. It's good information. I mean, it's useful information. And can you tell everybody where can they find you again?
1: Of course, of course. So on social media, I'm pretty much everywhere, unless, of course, I get banned, again, for arbitrary <laughs> reasons. I try to keep it as clean as I can, but you never know. So yeah. Um, social media, you can find me at um, Ms. Julia Epiphany. So not M-I-S-S, but rather M-S Julia, J-U-L-I-A, Epiphany, E-P-I-P-H-A-N-Y. And I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram and uh, YouTube. And, um, <clears throat> I mean, just, sur- just search for me uh, using your, your preferred yeah, search engine, searching. Bing or, or Google or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I'll come up, uh, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> you can also <laughs> visit my website, at Julia Epiphany, uh, spelled the same way, .ca. I also have a .com, uh, but it redirects to my uh, .ca so uh um you you know, you, you just if you just type it in Julia Epiphany yeah. to your stand standard. Pop up. Yeah, I'll pop up. I'll pop up. Um and uh yeah, if you you know you can subscribe to me. Some of my services are free. I'm on OnlyFans, of course. Um, uh, you know, I got all kinds of like different um links to all my services. I do offer phone sex too.
2: I yes you do. <laughs> yes.
1: And uh that's lots of fun. And um, you know, it just uh yeah, there's all kinds of different places you can find me. Yeah.
2: Well, it has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. I'm the first person I met in the industry and you're going to kick off season two today. Amazing. So, oh, it, it's, I really appreciate your time and all of the the good information that you have offered.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm really uh, flattered and touched that you invite me on your show. Um, you know, and to, to kick off your, your new says, congratulations also on. Oh, thank- Thanks. On your success with your show, an amazing start. I I, I really hope to, uh, you know, uh, uh, be invited back on your show again, maybe. Yeah. Um, and you know, the rest of this season, uh, I hope that uh, your success continues to grow. And you're you're really you're so fun. I really I love uh, uh, chatting with you, and I hope we get a chance to collaborate again sometime in future.
2: For sure, I hope so too. So I will definitely have you back. You can update us on on your progress and I'm glad that you've rebuilt yourself you're coming out of the the dark yeah and um we look forward to seeing more of you and let's get you a win this year
1: oh that would be amazing cross the so We fingers, need fingers, to get you cross a win fingers. oh that's I, I would love that so much you definitely deserve it thank you thank you thank you well, I really appreciate it well thank you
2: so much <laughs> and you are listening to phone sex with Lily Show
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Phone Sex with Lily Show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch episodes you may have missed, go to Spotify, Anchor, or SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. Simply type in Phone Sex with Lily Show for the latest from Lily. You can follow her on Instagram at real underscore Lily Craven and on Twitter. at at lily craven xxx or message on facebook at lily.craven40 thanks again until next time